Here's the Mike Lavelle Rodeo Podcast. Welcome back, friends. As we took a couple week break, well, I was on vacation, you see. You had to go out and you, you do that. You take a vacation, kind of come back, and it's been a bunch of fun. I got to travel to Jasper. I was in Saskatchewan, had some fun. But this past weekend, two great events. The Glencross Invitational, Charity Rough Stock, and also the Thursday before that happened, his annual poker tournament. It couldn't be better. You talk about the not necessarily the who's who in rodeo, but it's more the who cares in rodeo, the who cares in hockey, the who cares in sports. We got to see great people there. We're going to talk a little bit about that. The Oak Tokes Pro Rodeo and their new home. We were at the Millerville Ag Society where, you know, seating for thousands as well a great venue because everyone has the ability to camp stay on site and it turned it right back into that family affair that you think that everything should be and of course i had a pretty cool guest kale ether if you know kale he is the snapchat sensation and he's one of those guys that if you're at a rodeo you want to follow him around because he's just one of those guys at the end of the day he doesn't have a bad day he's always got a smile on his face he's always having fun and he's someone that loves rodeo just about more than anyone it's truly his passion in this world we're going to talk about all that you know a whole bunch more and dive a little deeper into what's going on the rest of the year in rodeo but we're going to start things off at Curtis Glencross's event where that happened last weekend I got to MC the poker tournament part of it that happens Thursday night my partner in crime and you know, seven times announcer of the year in Canada, Brett Gardner, he takes the reins over for the rodeo part. And pretty cool is he got to announce three great champions and one awesome retirement. Cole Goodine is the bareback riding champion. Leighton Green is the saddle bronc riding champion. And Scott Schiffner, who is timeless, ageless, and as Brett Gardner puts it, the incomparable Scott Schiffner won the bull riding. Also, I'm going to call him a living, living legend in the bareback riding. Kyle Bowers announced that, you know what, I think it's come to that time where his body has just said it's time to quit. And Kyle has been a true champion year after year comes out and anytime he entered the rodeo arena you knew that the other guys were going "Uh oh we're in trouble so a fabulous career it was so awesome to get to know him and you know i'm gonna try and see if i can interview him next week and maybe get his thoughts on what he's seen over the years of rodeo but once again congratulations to our champions cole goodine leighton green and scott Schiffner from the glencross invitational we're going to get to the standings and how everything shaped up out of the Okotoks Pro Rodeo, but I know some of you are waiting for it. I got to chat with Kale Ether a little bit earlier on today, and here's a guy that is just, he's just cool, is all it is. Pretty excited. I got to work with him last weekend in, in Okotoks, and you see him dang near everywhere, and if you're on social media, Kale Ether, he's a, he's a bit of a Snapchat superstar. <laughs> is, is that a fair yeah. statement? Yeah, it's, we got a little fun on there once in a while. <laughs> so, people who don't know who you are, you kind of you do everything around the rodeo arena. Why don't you give us kind of a a Reader's Digest version of what the a rodeo day looks like for you? Uh, I'm fortunate enough to work for Lane Vold and Vold Rodeo Company, and I. For a weekly routine throughout the summer, I haul Wayne's horses, and then once we get to the rodeo, I shoot boss for him and deal with a lot of the committee stuff, um, production meetings and what have you, and deal a lot with the cowboys and 
try to have fun at our rodeos. <laughs> well, fun might be the understatement. You, uh, you know, if someone wants to go to someone and find out what what's really going on, everyone says, "Hey, go talk to Kale. He knows what's going on." And you know, I, I guess you you're traveling up and down the road. You're putting on the miles, but kind of out in front of the shoots. That's when you seem to be in your element. Is that uh, you really enjoy that shoot bossing stuff? Yeah, I. They come easy to me, thankfully. Um, I never did come from a riding standpoint myself. I uh, I come from a rodeo family. I mean, my dad was a Canadian finals bullfighter, and my mom was a barrel racer, and my grandpa was a truck wagon driver. So I did come from a little bit of a background, but I never did get on myself. So I have a lot of respect for those guys that do. So they, a lot of the younger kids thank me for shoot bossing and stuff but they don't realize I learned from them too and guys like Scott Schiffner and you know these guys that have been around a long time they I kind of learn from them too just day by day and try not to be too much of a dink but <laughs> back to a production right we got we got a big fan base but we also have a small fan base that uh, don't want to sit in a stand for three and a half hours yeah. we got to try to get it around two to two hours in 30 minutes, and and uh, they are they paid to be there, but they didn't pay to be there for hours. So I um, I'm fortunate enough, like I said, to work for Wayne and them, and I uh, have a few committee hires too, Dawson Creek and Innisfail, and do a few Chester rodeos because that's where I come from up north in Grand Prairie. So I started working strip and shoots when I was 10 years old for Greg and doing Chester and Dawson and. And that's yeah, I just started from there and I had Wayne had an opening and I took it and run with it and and yeah, it's it's makes for a pretty fun summer but also long. I mean we go right till November, December and then we're back at it again in April with all the PBRs with Manson and yeah, it's it's fun. Now up and down the road you get to see a lot of pretty cool things. Do you have a I guess I hate using the term a favorite rodeo, but a rodeo that every year that's the one that you really want to get to, you have a lot of fun at. You know, there's, I would say there's three. Uh, Pinoca, in my mind, is our best rodeo in Canada. Uh, Production-wise, talent-wise, money added. It's still a big-time rodeo, but still has that small-town feel that, uh, you know, you get to, fans get to be right on top of the action. Um, Dawson Creek is one of my favorites, being it's a hometown rodeo for me where I started, so I love going back there. And it's Cowboys like coming up there; it's a far ways up there, but once you get there, it's it's great. Um, and then Morris, Manitoba, it's a smaller rodeo, but the committees um, they're great. Once you get there, it's a long ways over there, and it's usually hot or muddy, but it's it's a hometown feel too because they they're just so appreciative that. Wayne still goes out there, and we still go out there, and they still get quality cowboys going out there. So it's those are probably my top three um, rodeos I like to go to. Grand Prairie, another one. Being I was raised there, I was born in Dawson, but I was raised in Grand Prairie, so it's it's fun. I mean, they're all fun, but like you said, there's a few that are a little bit higher up on the scale just because there's more meaning to them. Well, that's it, and I mean, we we all get to go to a bunch of them every year, and we all hold our own little position when we're at the rodeo. But no, definitely, yeah. there's some that you just can't wait to get back to. You get to haul the horses, and like you said, you get to travel with Nansen and the bulls come PBR time and bull riding season time. Is there? 
I guess, one or two or three of Wayne's horses and a couple of the bulls that when you get there, you're thinking to yourself, man, I can't wait to see this guy get on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a luck of the draw, and it's called the draw. So it's, once you see the, what, a week before the rodeo or bull riding's out, you see the draw, and you go, in your mind, you just go on cable, we'll load uh, this way. And, I mean, we got Bob Baird. He's been around for 40 years working for Wayne. And we'll have a production meeting at the start and just say, okay, let's try to load this way and end with this this guy. Being it's, you know, it should be. I mean, it's bull riding and it's rodeo. Generally, you can't you can predict, but it's not always going to work out that way. But you want to end it with that certain guy. And um, Pedro this weekend in Okotoks and Sam Kelp's been around a long time. I just felt personally in that amount of horses that were out that day in the matchups I kind of figured that was going to win the rodeo so we ended with them and it happened to work out that way um bull riding same thing we were in Innisfail uh Goosebumps a good blue bull from the Kessler family had Cody Coverchuck been riding real well this year and um Dwayne who I respect a lot I went up to him I said it's your rodeo but I think we should end with this bull and this bull rider being I think it's going to be a good matchup, and the crowd, we should end for the crowd's sake with a nice ride or the close to the top winning ride, and that's it worked out. He was 86 on that bowl, and it was, it was, uh, it just worked out. But, well, so I do like that it. part of the game for sure. You get to hopefully predict it. Well, and, and you and I got to visit a little bit this weekend, and I mean, I, I said it after the rodeo, and I talked to you, and I talked a little bit to Nansen, and Honestly, the ride that Jordan Hansen made this weekend was probably one of the best rodeo bull rides I've seen all year, and uh, we got pretty lucky with three guys that rode real well. Yeah, no, that's by far the the three top three to four rides. Because I mean, even if you go back to Cody Coverchuck's ride too on that bull, he got on. I mean, they were some damn good rides, and um, you know, our our judges. We have a lot of great judges in Canada, but sometimes. And they're all friends of mine. Sometimes they get a little scared and they don't want to throw these marks out there. But like you said, that bull that uh, come from Nansen and Jordan got on there. It that was one of the rankest bull rides going that I've seen even down south. I see. I mean, social media you see a lot of um, bull rides on these internet now. And and like you said, Jordan was not out of shape one bit, and that bull bucked for solid you know. eight nine seconds. And it you know it. But I mean. I'm just a shoot boss. I can't, you know, the judges are the ones that it comes down to. But that, in my mind, is a 91, 92-point bull ride. Like, we mark out of 100. I don't get why we can't even be 90, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It was uh, it was all there. There was nothing wrong with it. And, uh, yeah. you know, he got pushed for all eight seconds. So it was pretty cool. Oh, you betcha. Now, we're we're heading into what I'm going to call the tail end of the year, the fall season. Uh, where are some of the places we're going to see you going to, you know, with the Vold stock and shoot boss and everything you're doing? Uh, as of Saturday, I head out east, and I'm lucky enough to haul. Uh, I haul 24, and another truck hauls another 24 set of horses, and we take them to St. Pete, Quebec. We, I unload there on the 4th, and then on the 6th, I fly to McGrath, or uh, Lethbridge. And I get picked up at the airport and work a bull riding for Josh Bursey and the Two-Bit Nation out of McGrath. And then on the 7th, me and Nansen and his wife Jen, we head down 
with the horses and bulls to Pendleton, Oregon, and we're there for a week. And fortunate enough to bring 12 horses and 12 bulls down there for the PBR on Monday, Tuesday, which is the 10th and 11th, I think. And then the 12th Pendleton Roundup, which is an amazing rodeo. It's been around for a long time. And back in the day, Harry Vold used to do it, so it's pretty cool that Wayne gets to go back there now. And uh, we're there, and then I fly back on the 16th to go get the horses and bring them back from Quebec. And uh, then we roll into uh, the grassroots finals, which I'm fortunate enough they hired me to work the stock in the back and hire the crew that works out front, and and then we're right around the corner to CFR. So, so you, you, your fall season doesn't slow down a whole bunch for you. No, you know what? I thought it did. You know, you start seeing less and less rodeos, but then we forget all the the bull riding finals, and um, they, we have the FCA and the Chinook finals. I don't go to any of those rodeos throughout the year, being I'm too busy with Wayne and the Kessler's and that. Uh, but they, the association. Uh, hires me to work the finals, so I go to the FCA finals, and the, which I happened to, my was my first year last year, and then the Schnook finals at the end of, I believe it's October, I think, and yeah, we I have one weekend off, and that's for Thanksgiving, and I go up to Fort Nelson to see some family, but I don't get to see all year because we're rodeoing, so yeah, because yeah, Fort Nelson's a short trip. Yeah, no, exactly. You gotta come out of the bush there to hunt. You're so far up there, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. When we head into CFR and NFR, so we're right till December. Oh well, that's great. Well, we're gonna, you know what? I'm gonna catch up with you again before CFR because you, you're probably gonna have a lot of stories to tell. And you know, it's uh, it's always entertaining, entertaining with you. And I know when we worked in Okotoks, Jody Seely looked at me and she goes. One day we have to mic him just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well, you know, I have a lot of guys, Chad Bestplug, and all these guys that are on the social media. Which I only social media I have is Snapchat, but I don't do any of that stuff. And the the Covey Moors and all these guys that do all these pictures and stuff. He says we, the odd time we'll see a frown on your face, but that's when something's going wrong in the rodeo. But usually we're laughing and joking with the <laughs> you guys in the announcers booth or. Uh, the judges or the cowboys or whatever, but I just say if we, why do we rodeo if we can't have fun? You know. Well, that's it. You, you don't have many bad days. <laughs> no, we it's professional through and through, but you got to be able to smile and laugh and have fun, or we might as well just stay home because it's supposed to be fun. Well, it it is, and and one thing I'm going to touch on, and I'm not going to say I let you down a bunch this weekend, but you know I could have done a little more for you. You're fortunate in just about every stop you make, you have different RV dealerships that will either bring or make sure you have a living quarters of some sort when you're at the rodeo. You know, you have a couple companies you've worked with a long time. Why don't you talk a little bit about who they are? Yeah, no, they they are very great to me. They know that I haul the stock in, so I'm usually there about four or five days to a week, depending on which rodeo, and sleeping in the truck is... Um, it gets a little old, so they I teamed up with um, Red Deer Southside Dodge for Pinoca, and they bring me a RV for the week, and just I mean it's a great partnership. They get a little advertising during the rodeo, and and uh, they just they're just great people to work with. And then Runners RV out in Cranbrook do the same thing, little 
little town, but they want to support the local uh, rodeo there, and they bring me out a trailer there, and then uh, Guaranteed RV partnered up at a few rodeos for me out of Calgary, and they're just a great. I like to go to a local dealer because we're at their rodeo, and I mean they can always say no, but none of these companies have, and they've been great to work with, and and they just support me going down the road, which is awesome, and then. My liner and truck is uh, proudly donated by My Shack Rentals out of Atkinson, and they have a lot of big rental equipment, trucks and trains and that, and then Pinnacle and Pipeworks. I work for them in the winter when I can, if I'm not rodeoing, which is very little, but they uh, they sponsor Jake Bold, and they decided to sponsor me, which is great, and they, I put signs on my liner, and they just like to see... Yes, I don't compete in the rodeo, but uh, a friend of mine, Dustin Thompson, laughed the other day and said, Gail, you probably go just as hard as any cowboy that has a car, she said. So it's it's fun. So I'm glad to have those guys sponsor me and, and Bold Rodeo. And it's, uh, yeah, it's great to have them on board. Well, that's awesome. And I thank you for doing this, truly. I'm going to say one of the unsung heroes that makes the production and everything that goes on in the arena a little bit easier for people like me. No, and I appreciate what you guys do, and I got to thank really two people, and it's Donnie Johansson and Dwayne Kessler and Wayne Bold that gave me my shot to do these rodeos, and they, uh, Donnie Johansson is a big pusher me, and I mean that's what he does. He shoot bosses, but he is pushing me to keep doing it because he's like he said he's getting older, and one day he's gonna be on his way out and just want to retire, and I'm. Uh, one of the younger guys shoot bossing, so it's it's fun. I appreciate all the support from everybody and the Cowboys. Like I said, they're all my buddies, and I learn from them too. So it's it's a partnership, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. Well, good, good. Well, we'll let you carry on because I know you're busy working today, and we'll catch up. Uh, you know, maybe after your big run down down to Quebec and whatnot, we'll chat, and maybe you'll have a few stories for us. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the call. All right. His season is not quite complete yet, and I know, Kale, anywhere you go, you're a bunch of fun. Friends, if you don't know him, do me a favor, get to know him. He's truly one of the highlights at every rodeo he goes to because he just enjoys doing his job so much, and uh, you talk about someone that is fully engulfed in the rodeo world. Kale Ether is that guy. Once again, thanks, Kale. This interview brought to you by our friends at Tractorland. Whether you're looking for something for your lawn or acreage, agriculture or farming, utility vehicles or your needs or construction and forestry, Tractorland has it all. Visit them at two locations in southern Alberta, either in Balzac or High River or at Tractorland.ca. Well, our next stop, we're going to head to the Okotoks Pro Rodeo where I'm going to tell you right now the bull riding was sensational it was nothing short of amazing and you heard kale and i talk about it there should have been a couple 90 point rides in there but this is how things shaped up in the saddle bronc riding it's sam kelts aboard pedro he is 84 and a half points lane watton second jim barry justin berg and ty corrington all splitting third fourth and fifth with tyrell larson in sixth in the bareback riding well if you look to rodeo canada Com. It's Jake Vold. He's back 86 and a half points to take the win, and 
Here's a guy who got off to a late season start, knew he wasn't going to make it to the NFR about a month ago and has decided he's going to put all his focus right here in Canada. Unfortunately, when he got off his horse, you know, a small injury, so he's hoping to be ready to head to Armstrong and Merritt this week. So congratulations to him on the win. All-round champ of Canada, Kai Marshall in second, Jake Stemmel, Connor Hamilton, Danton Birch, and Gavin DeRose all making money in the bareback riding. As we go to the bull riding, I talked about three great bull rides, and here they are. Jared Parsonage, 89 points. Jordan Hansen, 88 and a half. And Zane Lambert, 88 points aboard Banff. And if you follow him on social media, he kind of had a little shot of him and Banff out there having a stare down a couple days before the rodeo, and he was pretty happy. But each and every one of these guys could have been 90 points. Judges, sharpen your pencils. You can give away the points. You don't need to set records, but let's let the fans have some fun. All of this and your rough stock results brought to you by our friends at Rangeview Oil Field Sales. At Rangeview, they provide the best possible products with the best possible prices. Their skilled and qualified staff are focused on reliability, availability, and delivering the best cost service charges. It's their passion and pride to meet your needs. Rangeview.ca. We go to the timed event end of things, and it looks like this. Murray Pohl, the veteran of the Canadian Finals, he finishes with 8-5 and five to take the win. Alwyn Bouchard in second, Josh Erickson in third. Then it shapes up like this. Aaron Miller, Darren DeBlanco, Chad Julik, Logan Bird, and Tyler Johnson. The steer wrestling wells a split atop the leaderboard. It goes between Alberta and Texas. Cody Dollery and Brendan Lay both in there at 3-6. and six. Curtis Casty and Matt Richardson at 4-1. and one. Then we have Lane Delamont, Chance Butterfield, Cody Cassidy and Luke G all finishing in the top eight in Okotoks. As we go to the ladies barrel racing, it's Jenna O'Reilly. 16 and 230. Now, it rained a little bit on Friday night and it didn't look that bad. So we thought everything was going to get better. But Saturday, the ground was good. Sunday, the ground got a lot better. And we filled in just about eight of the top 10 spots on Sunday. So congratulations to all the girls that entered later on the weekend. Shanna Weir in second, Renee Ray Willis in third, Kathy Grant, Bertina Olofsson, Taylor Manning, Riley Shields, Brady Whiteside, Kyla Simmons, and Kirsty White all picking up checks. As we go to the team roping, it looks like this. Riley Warren and Clay Ulrey. Riley Warren, one of those guys that this late season has done nothing but get himself on a roll. And I have no doubt we're going to see him at this year's Canadian Finals in Red Deer in two events. Cole Davidson and Cole Schmidt finish in second. Kyle Lucas and Dustin Bird, along with Levi Simpson and Jeremy Bueller, both split third and fourth. Jace Lambert and Nick Textera and Steel Napoleon Chase Simpson finish fifth and sixth. So coming out of Okotoks, a lot of guys making money that needed to and people trying to move themselves up in the standings. Our timed event end of things brought to you by our friends at Airdrie Fencing. They've facilitated both the commercial and residential industries. No matter what your needs might be, their experienced team strives for great quality and great results. If you're looking for wood rail, barbed wire, chain link, aluminum panel, or you want pipe and steel gates, they're there for you. AirdrieFencing.com. Make sure you give Dean a call. Well, we're heading into that time of year where things are going to get just a little bit busier. And of course, we look at the schedule. We had this weekend Armstrong, BC for the Finning Pro Tour event. Of course, the Pro Tour finale happens on September 2nd, so the last day of the long weekend. You throw in Merritt, BC, that happens on the 1st and 2nd. Then rodeo's happening in Medicine Lodge, Olds, Brooks, 
Hannah and the Grassroots final happening on the same weekend, and I'm hoping they're able to shift and move people around so they have the ability to make both of those rodeos. It's going to be a bunch of fun. Well, until then, friends, I want to send a tip of the Smith built out to my pal Kale Ethier. Did a great job. Thank you for doing this, Kale, and we're going to check in with him a little more frequently because I think his opinion needs to be heard. Until then, friends, do me a favor. Take care, and we'll check in with you next week. Thanks for joining us on the Mike LaBelle Rodeo Podcast. You can follow Mike on his social media at Rodeo Rapper. 